I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. I get to pick my journey. Let's go. Year two, All NBA, Playoffs, All Star. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. My first team friend, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Let's go stars! The stars are back. Lifelong stars fans here, Nick and Isaac. We've been diehard Dallas stars fans our entire lives. I'm telling you, the goalie matchup is going to be crazy. I love Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben deserves every bit of this hero. I mean, he is insane. I just what the the front line, how they how they substitute the stars in and out. I love the coach. Everything about the Dallas Stars, we're all in. Lifelong fan. I've waited my entire life for this. The stars are bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Let's go. Dallas Stars going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Super excited. We have been we have been following every single like icing, every single like every time the stars put on the skates to do anything, anytime the puck goes through the net, anytime the a slap shot plays. is hit, any power play, we have been there with this team and we are so psyched for this Dallas Stars team to go to the Stanley Cup finals. Absolutely psyched. Uh yeah, Jamie Ben <laughs> I think he and Luca exchanged jerseys at one point, so that's going to give him some extra boost. That's going to give him some luck. Uh, I think I've seen Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan on uh, Dude Perfect videos, so I bet that helps them do things that are hockey. Yes, let's go. I've seen the Mighty Ducks movies. Uh, y- Yamir Yager is he Yager. still playing? Uh, no, I I don't have any clue about hockey, but I am. It's like this weird thing. I am the fan that comes in. And I'll watch yes. the Stanley Cup most of every year because I just like to see hockey. Uh, I love seeing teams win any championships. Seeing a team win a championship, unless I hate them, that's a different story. Or a draft. I love watching drafts because I just love seeing like dreams come true. I'll, I'll sign up for that all day. And the fact that the Stars are in the Stanley Cup, I'm super hyped. I only know a handful of players. I don't know too much about this team, hardly at all. But I will watch the Stanley Cup and I will jump on the bandwagon and say, let's go stars. We're super hyped for the stars. Yeah, we're late on this bandwagon, but we'll jump on it. We also I also want to mention we do have a Locked On Stars podcast. Somebody mentioned to us like, hey, go and go and, uh, you know, we, we don't have a Locked On Stars. So go ahead and, and talk about it on your podcast. Well, we do have a Locked On Stars. So go subscribe to Locked On Stars. Josh and Kenneth over there, they uh, cover in the stars. So go check it out. I don't even do they they don't even know who they're playing yet. So. Well, no. uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, all right, on today's show, the episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. On today's show, obviously, the big topic, besides the stars making the Stanley Cup and our newfound hockey fandom, Luka Doncic, first team All-NBA, it was never a question. Never a question. No. Never a question that Luka would, would make first team All-NBA? No. No, I think it was. I was mainly because I was scared that Le- LeBron was going to be a guard. And this is where they met. This is where, man, they got to redo this whole all NBA stuff no because sense. they had None people like Chris <laughs> Middleton. Chris Middleton got screwed on it. Kevin O'Connor sent out some tweets today and was showing how 
Middleton split votes because he was considered a guard and a forward, and he split votes, didn't make it you know, over Westbrook, which is absurd and dumb. Lowry should have made it over Westbrook anyway, but it's just that part's dumb. And, you know, LeBron, we just heard on one of the big podcasts, I think it was Zach Lowe's, uh, you know, a few weeks ago when he was saying, yeah, uh, he was happy because they had LeBron as a guard. You could vote him as a guard, but he was he came in as a forward. So once I heard LeBron was going to be a guard, I got really scared because then it was like, well, dang, LeBron's going to lock it in with James Harden. Then they're going to put Kawhi in over Luka. And it didn't work out that way. LeBron was a forward, therefore allowing Luka to slide in there for that guard spot. Let's go. <laughs> and Anthony Davis was a center, even though they played literally the whole year with Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. I mean, Hey, just- but he's sacrificing. <laughs> that is a sacrifice Anthony Davis is willing to make to play center for the Lakers right now, and that's huge for them. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's all over the place. Ben Simmons was a guard, but LeBron was a forward. I don't know what's going on here. So yeah, we're gonna talk about All NBA. There's a whole bunch of stuff I want to break down with Luca. Talk about him making first team All NBA. But before we get to that, Isaac, five star Apple Podcast review questions. If you guys want to get a question in, submit a five five star Apple Podcast review. We'll get to them. We're getting through them slowly. We're getting our way to a thousand reviews. This is from TNM22. He says that Luca has a positive. DRPM on basketball reference, though he appears to be an average defender. That just so he shows promising signs of improvement late this year, yet it's he's always cast as a poor defender. How much of this has to do with stereotyping? Even if he becomes a good defender, will he get his due? Okay, so I decided to look up. So, DP, DRPM is uh, is a defensive real plus minus, which is ESPN's stat. This is not basketball reference's stat. So I think he's getting them confused. And actually, he has a negative uh, defensive bo- no, uh, real plus minus. It's negative 61, and that's 330th in the NBA, which is uh, not high. <laughs> not high to say. It's like 450 NBA players. So Bottom that's, half. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty low. His defensive box plus minus, that's basketball references stat. He is a plus one in that category. He's 108th in the NBA. Um, tied with him with a plus one defensive box plus minus, Joel Embiid <laughs> has a, also has a plus one. Uh, there's 240 players that have a positive, you know, defensive box plus minus. Uh, here's a couple players that do not have a positive defensive box plus minus on Basketball Reference. Maxi, he has a zero. He's zero in that. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is a negative point five. Victor Oladipo is a negative one point one. And well, then, apparently he's a bad fit, though. Keep going. And then Michael Kidd-Gilchrist is a negative 1.1 defense, defensive box plus minus. So all that to say, I don't take a lot of stock in those catch-all kind of defensive metrics. I just, I just I don't hate take, defensive stats. I hate them all. Yeah, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock in those catch-all ones. Um, Luca, as a defender, though, I, I think he's been fine, right? Like, he's been okay. I think he's not terrible. He's not Trey Young, but he's not, you know, a good defender. I wouldn't even say he's a positive defender. I think he's just he holds his own. And I think that's as far as I can go with it saying, you know, Luca defensively. He got a first team all defensive vote. So you have to <laughs> No, I think this is I think honest, I think it's one of Luca's biggest improvements this year. I think he got a lot better defensively. I thought he was really bad. Uh, his rookie season. Yeah. He, he uh, cared more. He showed more awareness. Like he got to fine, right? He was yes. not there. <laughs> That's where you have to be. Like where he's at defensively right now, if he never gets better defensively, 
I think it's okay because I think he was like an average defender this year. I don't think he's not going to make an all defensive team. I don't think we're ever expecting him to do that. No, but he's never going to be like a Kawhi. Like you're never going to throw Luke out there and say, hey, go guard the opposing team's best player. You don't want him to do that because you want him generating most of your offense, too. So I but he wasn't horrific on defense this year at all. And in the playoffs, in the bubble, I thought he played really good defense. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought so too. I thought he played inspired defense. I think well, I'll, I'll put it yes. that way. I think it goes back to remember my you know comparison of Tatum is the next Kawhi, Luca is the next Steph Curry, right? If, if Luca yeah. can get his defense to that level where he's he's holding his own and he can't get um, you know completely exposed, then yeah, you know, then we're at a good spot. Which I think his size definitely helps, and I think that his you know IQ and awareness helps. The the part about stereotyping is another part of this question that he wants us to answer. He or she. Um, uh, if he ever becomes a good defender, will he get his due? I, I don't know. It's it, due from what the media, the media doesn't know a lot about defense. I mean, unless you're like us literally watching these guys day in and day out to know how good they are in defense. Cause if you're not, you're catching five, six games a year, right? And yeah. you're maybe not watching defensively, like really locked in. So unless you're somebody that watches this team day in and day out, I don't think, you know, completely. You know, unless you're like a guy like Zach Lowe that makes it his, you know, his his job career to to know how everyone is on both sides of the ball. There's just very few that know how good defenders are. So I don't put a lot of stock in that. No, and, and defense is so tricky too because, like, go and listen to. I thought one of my one of my favorite parts of that uh, conversation between JJ Redick and Kevin Durant yeah, in that pod too. was just hearing Durant talk about defense from a player's perspective of what you know the media and fans and stuff look at and. You know, he was subtweeting Rudy Gobert in this and saying he's like, Yeah, there's <laughs> you know, defensive player of the year, you know, year that people think is the best play you know, best defender out there, but he's getting played off in playoff series and stuff. And it's like I can score on that guy all day. But it's guys like Drew Holiday. But he was also talking about how systems and stuff of how he was talking about somebody on Twitter and you know, Reddick said, you know, he saw this, you know, a wannabe coach or whatever it is on Twitter sharing these clips. Yeah, this and quiz. Yeah, it was a ten it, question it, quiz about defense and pick pitch pick which player you know messed up on defense and people were sharing it. And, and this guy was like trying, it was showing in the clips like why it was somebody else's fault. And Redican was like, no, it wasn't his fault at all because it's all about rotations and all this different stuff. I think it was Scott with Brian. No, just kidding. Just it kidding. was not. But no, not. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but still, it's like that's the stuff that we just don't get sometimes that. Some guy that might be portrayed as a bad defender, but it's all about the defensive schemes that's going on and who's supposed to rotate and where you're supposed to push a player. And maybe a guy, you know, is pushing a player baseline, makes it look like he gets it's all this different stuff. So, and I don't think any stat is very accurate in trying to determine it too much. Like even Synergy, who breaks down a bunch of different yeah. stuff, like I'll throw out some Synergy stats sometimes, but just take them with a grain of grain of salt. I don't buy them a ton. I, defense is one of those things where I want to hear more and more about players like the players talk about the defense and hear and coaches stuff like that and anyway it's just hard to really determine yeah it's hard to quantify that uh, and so yeah will he ever get his due I think you know as long as he's not getting attacked like Lou Williams was right Lou Williams yeah. in that Denver series was getting completely just attacked and exposed I think as long as he's not doing that People won't, you know, call him, you know, stiff. Informed people, right? Maybe it's a stereotype that it's. I think it's more of a stereotype that he came into the league as a bad defender, was a bad defender his first year, and then he's going to keep that stigma. I think it's more of a stigma thing than a stereotype, to be honest, because there, you know, there are white players that are good defenders, so I don't think that it's that kind of thing. I didn't know if we Rudy Gobert is European and he won Defensive Player of the Year twice. Although Kevin Durant doesn't doesn't agree with that. All right, 
Coming up, let's get into all NBA. There's all kinds of stuff with the voting. Luca, we'll talk about all the stats and all the records that he broke basically with this. So we'll get into all that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris. You have a car, I have a car. Probably everyone listening has a car. Some of you listening are in your car right now. Shout out to everybody going to work right now. I appreciate you guys listening to us. Shout making out to, us part shout of out your to Ethan Chapman. Bro, yeah. listen to us in his car, put it on Instagram, tagged us, tagged us in it. He loves the new intro that came out yesterday. <laughs> Hope you guys it. are loving the intro. Every once in a while, I'll throw something at the end of the, the podcast, too, right after the outro song. So go check the last couple ones. I added some, especially the Oladipo one. Um, rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. If you're in your car, you have something that it needs work on right now, you need a piece that you need to just fix, some of these things you can do yourself and you don't have to take it to the shop. Go to rockauto.com. They have a catalog that's unique and remarkably easy to, av- remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, rockauto.com prices are always reliably low. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write in Locked On in there. How did you hear about us box? Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into All-NBA. So, if you didn't hear, I'm just going to go through the All-NBA teams right now. So, Luka Doncic, first team, All-NBA, let's go. Guard, the other guard was James Harden. The two forwards were Giannis and LeBron. And then Anthony Davis rounded out the five for the first team. Crazy Se- that the Lakers have two, one team has two players in the first team All-NBA. That's pretty, it's pretty wild. I do wonder how many times in history that, that has happened that two players from the same team are one of the, two of the five players that's one first team. Warriors, right? Curry and Yeah, that's Durant, the only team I can sure. really think of recently. Maybe the Miami Heat team with Wade and Le- No. Wade yeah. only made it one time back like 11 years ago. Yeah, anyway, that's that's definitely something to look up. Second team, two guards were Damian Lillard and Chris Paul. The forwards were Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam with Jokic, the center position on second team. And the NBA, All-NBA third team, guards were Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook. The forwards were Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. The center is... Rudy Gobert, who Kevin Durant can easily score on. So, Luka Doncic, first team, All-NBA. He got 59 first-place votes, 40 second-place votes, and only one third-place vote. Like, that's that's a pretty you know convincing score for me, that he didn't get a bunch of random third-place votes, and pretty much everybody, that, and that's 100 points right there, so that means that nobody didn't vote for him, basically. Uh... So, man, that's that's pretty wild that he was that convincingly either first or second team for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't want to do the broken record part of this, but he should have won most improved player. And this, I think this further uh, adds to the resume of that and proves the point that... Last year, one second place vote. That was it. No other votes. So Luka Doncic went from not an all-star... One all NBA vote, which is basically just a beat writer doing, you know, somebody, a you know, a, you know, a service probably, or probably Brad last year yeah, or somebody like, you know, giving him a vote just to curry favor or whatever. And then this year, every single voter voted for him. That, yeah. I mean, the most improved, like, how do you how do you it's like how, how many that? how many players? I wonder I wonder how many players have made the jump from no All NBA team to first team All NBA team. Like barely I, any like, votes till for to first team. <laughs> yeah, I like I wonder that type of jump, and we've 
I've talked about this a thousand times on this pod and so many people wrote at me and tweeted at me. It's like, how, why do you care so much about this? Whatever. I just did. So get over it. <laughs> the fact that Luca last year didn't make the all-star team, 33 win Maver- Mavericks team. And then a year later, his second year in the league, second year, which I'm sure Nick will have the list of how many you know players, uh, 21, uh, 21 years of age have made an all NBA first team, but his second year in the league, he goes up to not just an all-star reserve or a replacement, but an all-star starter. In the MVP conversation, Mavericks in the playoffs, leading the highest you know offensive rating offense in the league, and he's first team All-NBA, which only five players get that honor. That is one of the biggest jumps that we've seen. And it's no takeaway of how good he was his rookie year. That's, that's why it's a no-brainer. Did you say you listed the third team? Was Brandon Ingram? I'm trying to see. No, Brandon Ingram wasn't on there. Sorry, I didn't know. Brandon Ingram did get some votes, though. He got one second-place vote and two third-team votes for uh, forwards. Oh, that's that's good. That's such a good honor for him. But anyway, he should have won, and that's one of my big takeaways from today of, like, dang. It's just another another thing that that proves that he should have been definitely up there. So going from one one second team vote to basically all first and second team you know votes and making the first team is pretty wild. Now if if Durant and you know Curry maybe Kyrie if all those guys are healthy could be a different story, but it wasn't. So we can't go back to that. Also, Luka Doncic becomes the first player named to the first team All NBA in either his first or second season since Tim Duncan. In the 1989-99 season. That's pretty wild. The first guy in his first or second year. Luca LeBron. Luca was um Luca was 21 years old, 168 days on August 14th, which is when that was uh made. But if it would have counted when the season actually ended, he'd be the youngest player to ever make first team all NBA. That's insane. That's insane to think about. And when you think about, okay, unless you saw my tweet today, so you can cheat on this if you did, but how many guards do you think, how many different guards have made all NBA first team over the past 10 years? How many, how many do you think? Oh, I think I saw, I saw your list today. It's is eight, eight different players over the past 10 years have made all NBA first team because we've had multiple players, you know, make it multiple times, but this is a list of guards who've made it over the past 10 years. Derek Rose, Kobe. Chris Paul, Westbrook, Lillard, Harden, Curry, and now Luca joins that group. And I mean, that's a, I mean, you're talking about the best guards in the game of basketball in, in, in the league. Luca is uh, a part of that crew right there over the past 10 years. And uh, I, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good group to be a part of. That's a pretty wild group to get into that he was one of the only guards, like to get, to wedge, basically wedge himself in there. And most of those guards are still in the NBA and we're making all NBA. Like Harden was there, Paul was there, Damian Lillard. I mean, they're all, Westbrook was in it. I mean, that's pretty yeah. wild. All right, so you mentioned earlier the 21-year-olds to make all NBA first team. Do you, did you see this list? Uh, I, saw, I saw portions of the list. Okay, so Luka Doncic makes it, obviously. The last one to do it was Anthony Davis. 21 years old, not in his first or second year, by the way. So, uh, man, that makes this even crazier for those guys because they came yeah, in so Yeah, because I mean, LeBron, LeBron made it 21, but it wasn't his first or second year. Right. Kevin Durant made it in 2009-2010. LeBron James made it. Tim Duncan, who was mentioned before, made it in his first or second season. And then Rick Barry, all the way back in 1965-66. 
That's pretty wild. That's the that's a oh, short. Oh, you didn't list mention right the there. other guy. There's another guy in the 40s who made All it right, too. The, <laughs> there's a guy from the 40s, Max uh, Barfansky. What's his name? You just call him Barfansky. <laughs> there's a guy being named Zav- Zavlovsky. Zavlovsky. <laughs> there's a guy. He was being- a legend. Dude could get buckets. <laughs> had I mean had a killer drive to the basket, pull up shot. Um, couldn't hit the outside three because there was no three. But James Naismith said he was great. The Mavs themselves keep putting him on their graphics for Luca and the, you know the youngest player, and he got all BAA. He didn't get all NBA, so it's not even a correct thing. Like there's, I think the Knicks were in the BAA and stuff like that, but that's back in the '40s. I mean, good lord, we're going way far back. That guy to make it. Uh, that guy basically just got out of the steel mill and <laughs> walked into walked into the the BAA. Uh, man. Pretty wild. Okay, so Mavericks to make all NBA. Mm. There's only two of them. Long I, list. This is wild. Dirk and Steve Nash. Steve Nash made it twice. He made the third team twice. Dirk 12 times, obviously. Four times first team all NBA. Five times second team. Three times third team all NBA. So Luca is now 11, <laughs> 11 all NBA selections away from you know catching Dirk for most by Maverick. That's wild when you think about. I wish we had a list of other franchises in the league that how many players they've had, you know, make because this seems like a very, very short list. The fact that we've only had two players that make that have made an all all NBA team and Steve Nash kind of sliding in there uh, with those two third teams. But I mean, this just further proves that. I mean, it's crazy to think about it, but Luca already the second best player in franchise history. I'm there. I'm there. First team All NBA <laughs> one year and and his rookie year. I'm I'm in there. I mean, yeah. heck I'm yeah. not ready to put him over Dirk, guys. Some people have tried to start that. No, let's not start that. Like, come on. No, Let, don't start Dirk versus Luca. I'm not here for that. Get off my lawn. I'll be the old guy on that. No, this is where you go longevity over peak, right? Like, yes, yeah. Yes. Maybe Luca's statistical peak is better than Dirk's, but there's so many different factors with that. But. Yeah. All right, coming up, let's talk about more about the the rest of the players on the All NBA teams. Talk about some snubs. Talk about you know why it needs to change and other players that were receiving votes. Talk about all that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the rest of these All NBA. So we mentioned the players that made it, the players that were snubbed. The biggest snub I think was Chris Middleton. He got ten second team votes, fifty two third team votes. That was just for forwards though. But you were mentioning that he also received votes as a guard. That's not listed on the actual ballot that the NBA media gave out. But he got eighty two points total. Chris Middleton did. Ben Simmons got sixty one points total. He made third team as a guard. Russell Westbrook made got fifty six points. He made third team as a guard. So Chris Middleton outscored both of those guys with their votes. Got more third team votes than both of those guys. Plays guard just as much as those guys do, in my opinion, and uh, did not make the team. Joel Embiid also 79 points. He got 22 third team votes, three first team votes, 14 second team votes, and uh, he had 79 points. That's more than Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook as well, but he didn't make the team because he's a center, and I guess if you're not one of the three best centers, you're nothing. So, uh, man, I thought that those two were huge snubs because they actually outscored some of the other players that were, you know, receiving votes. Yeah. I, I think we have to get rid of the positions at this point. Just pick the 15 best guys and move on. And this stuff matters. Like, that's the thing. This isn't just a an all-star, like, even like all-star. This isn't just a cool, you get a cool recognition thing. There is money tied to these things. There are bonuses and incentives 
tied to making an all NBA team. So like this stuff actually matters. They got to figure this stuff out. Kevin O'Connor's piece when he was talking about the, you know, this, the voting for this, he talks about Jimmy Butler was listed as a guard and a forward. Same for Ben Simmons and LeBron. Anthony Davis, uh, Jokic, Jokic was listed as a center and a forward, which makes no it's, sense. <laughs> so no, it doesn't make sense because what happens where you see this the case in point is happening right now. Chris Middleton gets 82 total points, like you said, which is more points than somebody like Westbrook. But it's because they they split the votes between guards and forwards. Middleton's did, and everybody knows Westbrook's a guard, so he made it in. And I mean, well, I personally think Kyle Lowry should have made it in over Westbrook too, but. It wasn't necessarily because he split the votes. It's, it's that he couldn't get in because Westbrook was a guard and Middleton was listed as a as a for- he got most of his votes as a forward. So he wasn't going to get in over Tatum and Butler. Tatum got you know 153 votes and or 153 points and Butler got 147. So he wasn't anywhere close to those guys. But the fact that he got more points at a, from someone at a different position, and I think I would put Chris Middleton over Westbrook just straight up. Would you do that? Yeah, I would too. But I'm saying, like, if they just designated him as a guard, he would have made it in. Yeah, if they had yeah. just designated him as a forward, though, he would not have made it in. And that true. Yeah, that's a different thing. So I, I think just take it all out. Uh, other players receiving votes. Andre Drummond got a second team vote. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, that, that one's kind of strange. Zach Does that Levine, guy have a vote? That Zach one Levine guy? got a third team vote. Strange. Is that from Kevin Durant? <laughs> Devin Booker got three third team votes. The, the bubble was not part of this, so all the stuff that happened in the bubble did not count, or the playoffs even. Uh, hey, Trey Young did good. Trey Young got 10 third-team votes and one second-team vote. That's pretty wild, actually, that he got that many. That means that they thought he was better than I mean, Westbrook, Westbrook Simmons, Bradley Beal, Kyle Lowry. I could hear the argument for him, like him over Westbrook. I could hear that. Even though Westbrook had a spurt of two months there to where he's pretty dang good for the Rockets, but... What do you think about Bradley Beal? A lot of people are saying that he's a snub. He's the first player ever to average 30 points and six assists a game to not make an all-NBA team. There are only six players in NBA history, or five players in six seasons that have ever averaged 30 or more points a game and not make an all-NBA team. You want to try to guess this list? <laughs> no, I do not. No. Bradley Beal, Adrian Dantley did it twice, two years in a row. World Be Free, Bob McAdoo, and Walt Bellamy. The only players to average 30 or more points a game and not make an all-NBA team. Thing. Pretty Damn, wild. Play for those Nuggets team. Now, it just comes down to winning. I mean, a lot, a lot of times, I, I am in the camp of saying, "Hey, man, we need to reward these guys who win." And that, you know, what for these awards? Just like most improved, I go back to the winning thing for Mavericks. Should it mean everything? No, but should it mean something? Yeah, it should. And you know, when you look at this Westbrook thing, yeah, the Rockets finished what they finished sixth in the West, and. You compare it to something like Bradley Beal, this Wizards team who played in the East, and I mean, they went to the bubble. I get. I mean, they, they didn't make the playoffs. They sucked, and I think. I mean, that's the biggest difference when you look at a Brad Beal, you look at a Trey Young, something like that. I guarantee you, if the Hawks were right there where the Wizards were, or like if they were the Magic this year and they squeaked in as the AC or something like that, like I guarantee you, he would have been probably third team All NBA because he had the stats. Like he had good stats this year. It's just. You got to contribute to winning basketball. So, I, in a way, I don't care. In that sense, I don't care that Westbrook made it. I just think I still think that Chris Middleton or Kyle Lowry, who are on really good winning teams, should have deserved like deserved it more than Middleton. I mean, yeah, Westbrook. it's interesting to try and look at these these players like that because you're like, well, he doesn't really have any help. How is he? How is he supposed to be held? How's that supposed to be held against him if he doesn't have as good of a team as 
you know, Jokic or Chris Paul. And a lot of these guys have two all-stars on their team, right? Giannis had two. Harden obviously has two. You know, uh, LeBron had two. Davis, obviously. Luka doesn't, but kind of. Nikola Jokic doesn't, but kind of. Chris Paul doesn't at all. Uh, Jimmy Butler doesn't really. Oh, actually, actually, Bam was an all-star. So, yeah, you, you count him. Um, but, like, what is he What is he supposed to do? And it, it just goes back to, are you contributing to a winning basketball? Are you making your teammates better? And it's just all the, you know, the basketball conversation of what makes a great player. And so I, I, mean, wasn't, if you wanna, I wasn't upset if you want, with Bradley Beal being left off. Yeah, if you want to do the Brad Beal versus Westbrook, Westbrook argument, then then why are we not having the argument for Towns over Gobert? Towns averaged 26 points, 11 rebounds on 42, 41% from three this year. But he didn't contribute to winning basketball. So I'm fine with Rudy Gobert making that, like, over Towns. So, I mean, that's... That that's the biggest difference. You got to win if you want to be considered for these, some of these big awards. Yep, that that's just kind of the way it is, and it kind of stinks. But you know, <laughs> that's why we've seen a lot of players leave and try to go to a different place because they can't, they feel like they can't win where they are, especially at the highest level. So, Bradley Beal, yep. if you want to win and if you want to win big, uh, Dallas is here for you. Kind of surprised Donovan Mitchell didn't get as much love as he did. It's true. It's just guards are. It's so hard, man. It's so hard with guards. I mean, here are the guards that made it: Harden and Luca, Chris Paul and Lillard, and then Ben Simmons and Westbrook. I mean, so you're asking some of these voters to pick, you know, one guy, you know, Diamond Mitchell over some of these guys, basically, because they can't just, you know, oh, I'm going to give him a vote at the end here after I put my actual six guys, right? So you have to think he was better, and even better than Beal and Lowry and. Man, that's it's pretty wild that he got some votes. <laughs> that some of yeah, these like guys Trey Young got more like got more total points in all NBA voting than Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's and, wild. Like, that's uncomfortable that for me. Sense. I don't like that. Yeah, no. Talk about you know, talk about winning basketball. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there we go. All NBA. Luca first team, the first of many. We hope for sure. Very excited about it, guys. We will be back doing a live show. We will do a live show uh, on Hot Mics. So download the Hot Mic app. Use the code Nick Van Exit, and then follow me. And uh, Hot Mics changing up their their app a little bit here. It's sleeker. You can search for people now. It's good stuff on there. So check that out. Join us live pod. We appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom. Year one. I want to win the Rookie of the Year. I want to boss the Nationals in this. I want to be king of New York. Sorry, KP.